cool. And that voice you're hearing is our new <laughs> co-host, Colton. Can I say your last name? I don't care at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I was going to make Duffy. a political it's, joke. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure I've aired it at some point. It's Duffy. Colton Duffy. And I guess more so to the point uh, now that you're listening. Surprise, motherfucker. We are returning with, just like Dexter is with a what they're calling a continuation of Dexter. We are returning with the podcast. Um, if you've probably heard that last episode, I probably sound... Did you listen to that last episode of me moping about how it's the end? I did. I, I teared up a little bit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> it was, it was um, kind of like watching the, the final of Titanic all over again. <laughs> I ended the podcast, and I think I've been talking talking with Colton for a while, just being like, man, I'm just not into it. I'm just not ambitious. I have... I don't want to do it anymore. I was like bored by it. And then this news dropped of the new Dexter season, the continuation. And I instantly was like, wow, I I want to finish it now. And more yeah. so to the point of I would love to it's like it's like it's been like my dream since I started the Six Feet Under podcast was I want to like podcast a live TV show, not a show that aired 15 years ago. Yeah. And like, what a great opportunity this is with, I already have six seasons under my belt um, to sort of jump into it. So I have, I we, I definitely have a, I don't want to say a loyal f- listener base, um, whatever the word yeah. is. I got, a, I got a bunch of messages when the news dropped and I instantly felt like I betrayed all those people by ending it because Aww. like you get, you want, you know, no one's listening to this brand new. Like ninety percent of well, I, I don't know what percentage, but everyone's listening to this, knowing they they're podcast people. Like me and you are podcast people. Right. We will, if we find a good podcast on whatever show, like we'll we'll listen to it just because we like the show and we like listening to podcasts. And I think that's definitely what Dex uh, digging Dexter tapped into. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like I was betraying all those people, but I kind of like, I, and I I've said it, like I was just like my heart wasn't in it. The second that news dropped that the and it's the it's probably in this year we have the coronavirus, we have an election, we have protest, and I honestly think countries fucked. Dex- Just get get to the point on that one. And the craziest <sighs> the craziest news of the year is Dexter's returning. I mean, that is you cannot argue that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so ridiculous saying that. I'm gonna say, um, but it, it's almost as ridiculous as a show. Almost. It, it is. It is. It's like, and it is like the most 2020 thing. Like, of course, Dexter's returning. Like, why not? Um, so the idea for this returning podcast is we're going to knock out season six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Marissa is busy being pregnant, so she won't be here. It will be <laughs> Colton. You've definitely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, she can't podcast and be pregnant. You can't do both things. So, <laughs> oh my god, you're you're taking into some of my previous my boardwalk. You've just completely <laughs> annihilated your female fan base at this point. Oh, I, I mean, I hope everyone knows they knows I'm joking. Absolutely. <laughs> um. And the idea is we were talking, me and Colton, as probably evidence already by this, we tend to ramble on. Um, I always said, Colton, let's keep your episode short. And I'm the one who starts 
<laughs> rambling on. The real idea behind this is half hour episodes finishing out season six, seven, and eight. Yeah. At some point, depending on how it goes, maybe we could bring some people on just to like, quote unquote, spice it up a little. Yeah. Um, and I, I definitely would like to get, uh, like I was telling Colton, uh, I would like to get like the community a little bit more involved, like maybe do like some Google Hangouts or something like just to just to shit with people because I come to find out people like actually do end up caring about like the host because like we're accessible on Facebook and Instagram and shit and it's like I mean like like I said me personally when that news dropped the amount of people who messaged me like holy shit holy shit it was like whoa like people like actually like actually care about like you know yeah um, so I, I definitely think and I think this is like a nice little jolt to close out like six six seven and eight. Because I think we always have fun recording, and I think we both like we, you. You said it, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't even realize that part of it." Um, like, yeah, let's like like bring a little light into like when we're about to enter a fucking dog shit of a of a time in America with the yeah. election coming up, and that's not political. It's just saying it's going to swarm your news feed. It probably already is. Yeah. So we both kind of said like, "Yeah, like let's let's like have fun and like." maybe a half hour a week people can like listen to this us be idiots and talk about <laughs> talk about a show like we all did love at some point dexter um so <laughs> i'm gonna move off the floor now just to let colton if for people who don't know and i've talked about a colton a bunch of times on this podcast colton recently finished up the bootlegging boardwalk empire podcast yeah and uh what's up with your are you still doing the new one or yeah be- so um yeah, so we had the bootlegging, uh, me and my co-host Chris, uh, we had the bootlegging Boardwalk Empire podcast, which uh, we have finished that. But if you all want to go through, listen to it. Um, if you've never watched uh, Boardwalk Empire, um, I, I completely stole the idea from uh, Victor here. Um, my co-host uh, Chris had never watched it. And so every episode is me having watched it, him not. It's seeing it from a person's perspective who knows kind of what's going on to um, somebody who's watching it for the first time. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We also do a lot of history in it. Um, we also do cocktails of the time period. That was like a lot. That was probably honestly the most fun I had on that podcast was exploring new cocktails that I've never heard of or original cocktails now, like that have changed over time that the ingredients are different and stuff like that. Um, it, it just, it, it was a lot of fun doing things like that. And, and you then, have, you have another one on the way. And we do have another podcast coming out. Um, we are still working on it, but um, we're going to go. I'll even drop the name right now. It's called Your Drinking Buddies. And it's essentially we're in a time period right now <laughs> where people aren't able to go to bars, you know. And so what better than to, you know, hang out with somebody in a way listening on to a podcast where, you know, we're learning new people. When you're at a bar, you have Joe Rogan that's out there, you know, and he's an amazing podcaster. I actually really like his stuff, but he's talking to really famous people. Well, the idea behind this podcast is it's you're at a bar by yourself and we're talking to everyday people. We're talking to people that you may not know of some things that you may be like, Oh, cool. That's interesting. Victor, for example, you know, like what his profession is, you may very well be really interested in that and be like, I've never like met somebody that was a funeral director. And so that's a really cool thing to like learn about. So that's kind of what we're doing. Plus we're just bullshitting and getting drunk while we're in front of microphones so it's a lot of fun so um 
that's basically where we're at on that. Um, hopefully we have that airing. Uh, my goal is to have that airing at the very beginning of November. And oh, so, right. so I'll be, yeah, that's, that's soon. Yeah. I'm trying to get a good little build up. I'm doing the Ro- Joe Rogan um, plot of that, build up that nice little bank of episodes. So I can take a vacation with making a hundred thousand dollars an episode. <laughs> <laughs> And just so everyone knows, Colton is getting paid for this. So if he if he throws in any sponsored ads, that's um, that's just part of the agreement. So something I wanted to do, being that people people grew with Marissa for four seasons and they kind of got to know Marissa and they kind of got to know me. I wanted to throw out a random few. I literally googled fun questions to ask your friend, so people oh, can no. get so people can get to know you, so they can kind of horrible at test. So let's start with what is the craziest, most daring thing you've ever done? And I'll answer these two if you want, if you want me to uh, bide some times for you. Okay. Um, crazy, most daring thing that I have ever done. Oh man, you answer that one first. I got to think for a second. I'm that for boring. Me, <laughs> for me, uh, me and Marissa, and I guess if you guys uh, feel like it, we're going to talk about and get sort of give our uh, thoughts on the new season. I just wanted to introduce people to Colton so they kind of know um what kind of guy he is or isn't uh I want to say skydiving I went skydiving uh was it this year this fucking year feels so long it was this year 2020 in January me and Marissa went skydiving nice I've always wanted to do that I've um never been able to do it always wanted to that's a goal of mine Um, I would honestly, I think the most crazy daring thing that I've ever done that I can think of is, I think it's honestly the craziest thing I used to, this is so bad. I used to have this weird habit and it was always, I guess, just more or less crazy where, um, we would go camping out on this beach, uh, me and a group of friends. Um, and for whatever reason I would at midnight or whatever it was, once I hit a little bit of alcohol in me, I would just be like, screw it. And I would just dart ass butt naked into the water and kid you not and one time a tabc officer that's texas alcohol beverage officer was driving along the beach like pulled up right next to us and i'm just butt naked in the water i'm just holding myself and i'm just waving he just waves at me and just keeps driving so i guess that's kind of a fr- i'm that's a frat guy but i'm not in a frat i've never been a frat so uh, that's no, that mine definitely that definitely counts all right yeah um <laughs> Who was your first celebrity crush and are you still crushing on them? Oh, that's got to be Christina Ricci. Absolutely. To this wow. day. Wow. Casper? Yeah. Uh, Adam's family. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Mine was, and I think I would have answered this differently, but uh, we were watching it in a hotel recently. Drew Barrymore from that's The Wedding second. Singer. No, yeah. Are you kidding? That's Wedding my Singer. second. Um, and you know what's funny? There's like there's like there was some movie that was out on Showtime. It was like some random dude goes crazy trying to get a date with Drew Barrymore. He's not like crazy. He's not like psycho. He's just like a well put together dude who like just tries like every social media avenue to get in touch with Drew Barrymore. And I think he does go on a date with her, just like a regular dude like like me and That's you. Gonna- yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Actually, I want to answer this because. This has to do with you in a weird way. Um, What is the weirdest item you keep by your bed? Okay. Uh, Did you want to answer first? You want me to go ahead and answer? I will go first. I have an old, wow, at least early 1900 (laughs) empty embalming bottle that Colton sent me 
I don't even know if it was for an occasion or he just found an embalming bottle and sent it to me. <laughs> that was for uh, it was my uh, thank you gift for my f- me starting the podcast. Oh, you were right, the one right, that, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you were the yeah. one that helped me get everything started, and I I didn't want to pay you because I'm broke. <laughs> so I was just like, I found that I don't even remember where I found it at, and I was like, he's gonna love this. I was like, I know, I remember you talking. It was uh, Dow da- Doyle Doyle Dow uh, the chemical. I kind of remember the name. On the label, it was because I just remember you talking constantly about it how was a cool Dodge, Dodge. That's it, Do- Dodge embalming. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, craziest thing I keep by my bed. I I don't keep actually anything weird by my bed. Um, I could I give you your answer? Yeah, your wife. Huh? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I love Meg. Um, I'm, only jo- I'm only joking, Meg. D- you say what's funny is I fall asleep on the couch half the time because I stay up so late watching TV. So I'm just like asleep by myself. That's the sad part. Um, no, if you, if you don't have anything, you don't have it. I mean, if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that embalming bottle and I have two, um, I would, I probably would have, I would, my, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I honestly don't have anything. Oh, you, oh, oh, you know what it would be? In all honesty, it's going to be the weirdest thing I can think. Of. I have a giant coin thing that we keep all of our coins and stuff in there's a whole bunch of currency from korea mexico and some other oh, places cool. we've been that's cool. um it's like it's like random it's not like a whole bunch of stuff that w- i would say that's the most interesting thing but it's it, money and stuff like that like and it trust me it's not a lot of money <laughs> okay that is uh three questions to know your new co-host colton with that being said we can now talk about the breaking news of the week and why we're here. Trump Dex- Texas. What? <laughs> <laughs> so the town hall debate, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I know. No, no, I, I know. I, We're keeping out of politics. I had I know, to. It's I an know, inside joke. No, I'm no. Sorry. It's, 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 um, I think we should always throw in political jabs and just immediately back off of it. Um, no, no, no. Um, so out of nowhere, they came out and said Dexter is returning for a season. It's called, a, it's called a season continuation because I was actually arguing with my friends. This is not a reboot. It's not a remake. No. Um, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. So I did some research onto like what exactly is going on because you just hear Dexter is coming back and you're like you need to know like well like in what form is this a reboot? Is this you know, they retconning whatever. So I I'm gonna, it's called like a limited engagement or something. It's a limit. It's a limited series. It's ten episodes. Which, by the way, if you've been listening to these podcasts, I constantly say Dexter would run so much better ten episode seasons instead of mm-hmm. twelve. And I want to thank Showtime for listening to me. So <laughs> I'm gonna read. So first of all, the best the best news that not only is Dexter coming back, but the showrunner from season one through four is coming back, which is Clyde Phillips. If oh, everyone, would not yeah, that. that's huge. That's like, you know, everyone says the Dexter drop off is after season four. After, yeah. right? So that guy left Clyde Phillips, so he's coming back with some of the writers that that also stayed on. But so he's the one that's been doing like the press junket and stuff. So what I want to do is I'm going to read some stuff I have clipped together of Clyde Phillips talking and it it actually answered a lot of my questions of what are we doing here? Like, what is this return about? Okay. So I'm good. This is a segment called reading. Um, This is all from a article from 
this this website was TV's top five podcast. So if by chance Clyde Phillips did not actually talk to this website, get mad at the website, not me. <laughs> Regarding the new season, we basically do get to start from scratch. Clyde Phillips told um, this website, the TV's top five podcast. We want this to not be Dexter season nine. Ten years or however many years have passed by the time this will air, and the show will reflect that time passage. Okay. So, f- so far as the ending of the show, this will have no resemblance to how the original finale was. It's a great opportunity to write a second finale. Um, now, this is offhand comment. Given the lukewarm reaction to the September 2013 series finale from both viewers and even series lead Michael C. Hall himself, this is an opportunity to make that right, Phillips said. But that's not why we're doing it. As for writing slash retconning any specific perceived wrongs, Philip said, we're not undoing anything. We're not going to betray the audience and say, whoops, this was all a dream. What happened in the first eight years happened in the first eight years. One other thing I want to write here. Um, he also said, Dexter is such a special series for both its millions of fans and for Showtime. As this breakthrough show helped put a blah, 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 blah. We would only revisit this unique character if we could find a creative take that was truly worthy of the brilliant original series. Well, I'm happy to report that Clyde Phillips and Michael C. Fall, I see all I found it and we can't wait to shoot and show it to the world. Um, so I think the most important things here is it is not going to retcon, meaning they're not going to like pick up in the middle of season seven and sort of redo season eight. Okay, good. They're not ignoring it. So Dexter still became a lumberjack that is not being now okay. they, they do give I'm them okay with that. They do give themselves a room because I was talking with, um, oh my God, I, I believe his name is William on, on Instagram about how how long was the end of the season to when Dexter's a lumberjack. And if you remember, mm. to sort of give people a quick brief timeline, Hurricane Laura comes, which also this means Deb is dead. Yes. That, that's kind of important. Um, so from when Hurricane Laura comes and Dexter drives his boat into the hurricane and then um it, it it sort of shows the aftermath and in the newspaper it says uh fucking whatever dexter morgan miami metro fa- not found whatever right and then they cut to hannah and harrison in argentina she's reading the paper she sees the same thing cut to michael c hall as a lumberjack so what we were talking was in order for michael c hall to have that long beard that's like I want to say two months. Yeah, I I can grow a beard within like two weeks, but to get that gruff, it's about two months, give or take. Right? It could be a month and a half. Yeah, I'm not gonna get like I won't nitpick it. I I have a I have a pretty good beard, but um, like I'm not gonna nitpick it on like you know different. Every, <laughs> everybody's a little bit different. Yeah, we'd say two two to six months. I would say that. Like let's just say yeah. it two to six months under a year. Absolutely. So can they? Is it, you know, they oh, they have the opportunity there where it literally picks up where he's sitting there at the table and that's where this it's kicks off from. I have to imagine they do some retconning in terms of go back to like maybe even show how he got out of the hurricane. I don't know. All that to say, what are your thoughts on returning and, and everything? That... Um, go ahead. No, no, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. No, that's all I have to say. Well, I'm. Okay, so you reading that, the reason – okay, so this is my thought process on it. And it's kind of funny because I was just watching this actually the other day is 
I don't want them to, and I'd never heard that term before retconning it. Um, so um, go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll, I'll provide an example of what exactly it means. No, go ahead. I, I, mean, I got it in my head what it means. Um, but, uh, I just never heard that term. So I, and I do like it. I actually, I really, I really like that term on it. Um, but what I kind of am like wanting, I guess, out of this, and this is going to sound, um, in a way like I'm like copying another great movie that's out there because I just watched it is I'm wanting something like Logan. If, if you've watched the Marvel, uh, the Marvel movie Logan, um, they it takes place so many years after the rest of the X movie. They don't go back. They don't adjust anything. They don't go and redo the timeline for that movie. It's literally Logan as an older man. And it's his like one last thing. And it's fucking amazing it is to i will say this and people can hate me all they want on it so maybe this is going to determine if you like me as a as a co-host or not but it is to me the greatest comic book movie of all time it's better than avengers it's better and i'm a superman superman is my favorite superhero out there it's better than any of the superman movies um logan is without a doubt the greatest superhero movie out there and the reason for it is how they went about it. They didn't try to fix things. They just, you know what? We're just going to pick up at this point. We're not going to talk about what happened. We're going to acknowledge that it did happen. And then that's it. And I think that what they can do is they can do that with this. I don't, I don't mind that they're staying with the, the lumberjack thing, you know, because I don't like the ending. I've made that very clear. I think the ending's garbage. But if they pick up from that and then they add on to it and they can make it work, then even better. You yeah. know what? Take this horrible experience that we had, kind of like the, some of the X-Men movies because they were god-awful, <laughs> and make it work. You know, you went from yeah. some of the really bad X-Men movies to what, I, I like I said, I consider the greatest superhero movie out there. I think that they can do that with this if it's done right. And with them bringing on the um the showrunner Clyde, from season Clyde one Phillips. through four, yeah. I feel it bringing him on with that. Plus, if you if you give Michael, I think honestly, to be honest, I think if you give Michael C. Hall a really big voice, like he started to have towards the end of it, because I believe he started to become executive producer, if I remember right. I want to say as early as season four, he did. I think. So I think if you give him, and he's had a lot of time to mature as well, making other movies, TV shows, and stuff like that. I think if you give him a voice into it, because if he's willing to actually, to be honest, if an actor is willing to go out there and tell fans, hey man, that ending sucked, I'm sorry. If an actor is willing to say that, that means a lot. Because there's actors out there that'll defend garbage movies that are, they're in. If he's willing to actually say that, and he knows that, I, I actually get, I, I have a lot of trust in it. So I'm excited about it. To, to your point about Michael C. Hall and some something I kind of want to just mention and then we can like gloss over it. Let's not exclude the idea of money. Just point blank. Oh. Right? So we all know that, but that doesn't mean you can't give a good product. But I just, I feel like it, it should be mentioned in everything we're talking about. I want to go back to something you said. Something you said about how Michael C. Hall came out like sort of against the finale. Um, I have a quote that he says, um, his take on the finale. He goes, liked it. I don't think I even watched it. I thought it was narratively satisfying, but it was not so savory, just inherently because of so how long we've done it, because the storytelling capital we spent, because our writers may have been gassed. Maybe some people wanted a more satisfying, maybe they wanted a happy ending for him, either a happy ending or a more definitive sense of closure. No. So 
I think I wonder that that was in 2014, by the way. So we're, you know, six years, we're seven years from the finale. So um, it's a year after it, after the yeah. ending. Um, I think, I feel like we will get closure, but if this thing skyrockets and they get huge numbers, how is the, how are they not going to do a spinoff? I guess we're talking so far in the future here. Um, I just, I, I, I think for the 10 episodes, I think, I feel like we'll get closure. Like end of the day, there will be a finality, not an open-endedness like Sopranos and like almost like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's like, what I want. The story is ended. They did this little stupid movie after, which didn't really add anything to it. I think this will add to the story. The so oh my god, I was just talking about that movie with someone else, but that's a that's a tangent on another thing. So um, no, I agree. I I. And I, and I don't know if this is like the elephant in the room that we need to discuss or not. And I'm just going to go ahead and like make my little like out there on this because I was doing this with Breaking Bad and I was doing this as well with Boardwalk Empire and I was doing this as well with Dexter when I was watching them live is you want to know if the main character is going to die. Okay. Let's just be realistic. That's what you want to know. Okay. Dexter, every, I don't, I, this is, that's actually kind of upsets me that uh, Michael C. Hall was saying that I didn't realize he had said part of that on it was like the happy ending. Nobody wanted a fucking happy ending for Dexter. Are you kidding me? Like we wanted closure. Absolutely. But nobody wanted him to get married and we live in a white picket fits. We knew that was impossible. Um, I wanted Dexter to die, but I didn't want him to die that I didn't dislike him. But it was like a, no, you know what? This is a person he's, he's self preservation that is in him absolutely but he's also willing to sacrifice himself for his family for his child for the people that he loves he would dexter was willing to kill him to have himself killed for deb it's been shown in the show if i remember correctly right so yes I, and no i want to say i it, think that if it was okay and, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about yeah. it well, as as we as we do the final 36 episodes i think i think we'll have a little bit more clear right, and, and we've talked about this my memory's garbage especially when it comes to these because i apparently think that colin hank's season is one of the best seasons so i have to rewatch that and apparently be disappointed so um i i i wanted dexter to die the fact that he didn't it ruined the the show for me and not only did it not him not die it was him doing with what it was with the lumberjack so that just sounded really weird. Um, but that's, that's, I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at on this. Do you, I only have one prediction and I, I think someone else pointed this out to me. I only have one prediction for the 10 episode continuation. Um, do you have any predictions or just not really? And it's okay if you don't like, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Um, here. Oh, for the, for, okay. For the new, for the newest season that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, his child's going to make a miraculous comeback or something like that. Um, that's going to be a big issue. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going to happen out of it. I see that happening. I also see, um, that's honestly, that's the, my biggest thing I think that's going to happen is, and I think that honestly him and Hannah are going to have some kind of a, a, an issue, um, like a, a duel or something like that. So I think something like that, if uh, Yvonne Stravosky does not sign on to return, I think they'll just kill her off, right? Like they'll just say she 
died of cancer within the, the 10 years because he just yeah. said it's going to pick up after 10 so we got we got well we have seven years from the finale um yes so and, and i didn't even think about harrison so he'll be i mean they fucked with his age so bad in the show but he'll be 10 ish give or take a few years yeah um but they could play around with that you know um my only prediction was is that and this is all if, and I'm sure the, all these people are going to sign on because no one outside of Dexter has gotten huge work, you know. Um, I no. think, I think they're going to use Deb as Ghost Harry role. Oh, that, I didn't even how, think about that. That's how you bring Jennifer Carpenter back. I think I, 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 I would okay. imagine you can't have Dexter without Deb. Like it always was in the show's DNA to have the two of them. So, I mean, you can't bring her back from the dead. So I think that's how you get her back in. Oh, God. This is going to show how bad my memory is. Do we know for certain that – oh, she died in the hospital and then he dries her out. Never mind. He takes – yeah, he takes the – all the things out and he drops her. He literally drops her in the ocean. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was like, wait, do we know for certain that she's dead? I mean, I guess technically do we really know she's actually dead? It's Dexter, so (laughs) – So that being said, quick thoughts. Um, What do you remember about season six, if anything? Because the next episode is we're getting right into season six. I I honestly don't remember much other than Colin Hanks. Yeah, it's like I remember it's Colin Hanks, it's Edward Jane's almost face, and um, I want to say oh that's the season. I mean, I would say spoiler alert, but you did your episode on it, so I really don't care. Um, that's the season that uh, Deb finds out that Dexter stabs. Um, is it Colin? Does he kill Colin Hanks? It is. He does. I, I feel like he does. I almost want to answer you, but I also like the idea that you have somewhat of an idea, but you don't know. Yeah. Remember he stabs someone in the there. chest. I'm, I'm like 90%. I know that Colin Hanks and Edward James almost face are the same person. I do remember all of that. So I'm like, I'm 99% certain he kills Colin Hanks. I just, I don't remember who it was, but Deb sees him stab somebody in the chest. That's honestly what I remember the most. I was just really happy because I got to see Colin Hanks playing a bad guy in a way. It was like seeing Tom Hanks play a bad guy. And I've (laughs) always wanted to see Tom Hanks play a bad guy. So that's the only reason I remember that. (laughs) So next episode, I have no idea how we're going to release these episodes. I don't even know when we're going to record. We're going to get, I at least personally want to get to it sooner rather than later. Yeah. There may be two episodes a week, one episode. I don't even know date and time. I would like to get a schedule, but I also want to pump out these episodes. So next time you hear from us, we're going to do season six, episode one, those kinds of things. Um, And just a little forewarning to the listeners Colton will make up names in his head about people like Edward James almost face for some reason. Just prepare, be prepared for it. If you want more of that, listen to any bootleg and boardwalk empire podcast episode, baby shit, broccoli, giggle face, or it goes on and on. So agent Colton, Michael Shannon. Yeah. Agent Michael Shannon. Yeah. It goes on and on. Um, so Colton say your goodbyes and we will close out this episode. All right. No, uh, really, I'm so excited to be on this. Um, thank you, Victor. I, I, me as a fan of your podcast, you know, like 
I'm super happy you're doing this, listening to your last episode that you did. It really was, it was sad to hear it, but I was really happy to hear what you said. Um, you doing this, I want to speak on the fans at least. Um, you know, th- this is great. I'm really happy to be a part of it. I can't thank you enough to let me be even, even on this little episode. Like I can't thank you enough um, to be able to let me participate, but even to continue to do this i'm i can't wait to hear your insight on it because like i said i'm just the lackey in the back listening in and making little like haha jokes so um i i'm i'm super excited about this no you know that's a that's a good point um like yeah like you know what i'm I'm gonna go on a rant but no like i i literally wouldn't be doing the podcast if I didn't have you on board and I literally texted Colton like, yo, do you want to? And he just said, yes. Like he didn't, it didn't even matter. What I, I could have said, Hey, do you want to go drink bleach? It just, you would have said yes. I, but he was always down to do the Dexter podcast. I found it easier to do it by myself, but now it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. So no, thank you for like jumping on board and we'll fucking attack this, uh, Colin Hanks asshole and Edward James <laughs> almost face. And, yeah. And on and on. Um, where can people find you, Colton? Um, so, I mean, you can, uh, as of right now, like I said, you can listen to our previous podcast, which is bootlegging a boardwalk empire podcast. Um, you were on Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, we are doing, um, like I said, we have a new one coming out, so it's going to be your drinking buddies. Um, we're going to have that coming out very soon. I'll definitely make uh, my little, um, egotistical plug on that once we get that aired out. So, be listening for it and if anybody wants to be on the drinking buddies like i said we're looking for everyday people so trust me what if you think your profession is boring what you do as a living is boring or what you have an interest is trust me it's not boring it's actually really interesting and i want to learn about it so hit me up um hit up uh victor and he can give you my contact information and we'd be more than happy to have you on an episode Awesome. Uh, next time we talk to everyone, it will be season six, episode one, those kinds of things. Anyone who has, um, I think soon I'm going to give uh, Colton the keys to the house. So he'll also be on those accounts with me. So it used to be only me messaging, but I know Colton is also active on social media. So it'll be one of us. Um, and that's it. Thank you, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Welcome back. Yeah, man, how you-